are colliding. The Big Bang. Reboot the universe. Come on. It's the Action Comedy Nerd Show. Comedy Nerd Show. When you hear that music, you know it's time for the Action Comedy Nerd Show. This is your host, Dr. Jerry Jaffe, and my co-host, Dan Brown, is not sitting next to me right now. It's about midnight on Saturday night, and Dan and I just finished our appearance at ZipCon, the anime con at the University of Akron. We did an Action Comedy Nerd Show performance. We had a great audience, a great time. Our good friend T.M. Francis joined us. Uh, then it was a late night, and he went home, and I went home. But we had a great time, and while we were there, we did some great interviews with people we met there. And we really wanted to get this uh, edited and out to you, the public. So I'm just going to record a quick introduction for you, and then we're going to get to these two great interviews. Hey, while we were there, we just bumped into someone that... Uh, Dan and I know, and if you know him or you don't know him, his name is Nick Trojak. And Nick Trojak, program manager for Colossal Con and several other major cons as well. And he was just there checking out ZipCon, having a good time, being a civilian. And he sat down with us and we talked about Colossal Con last year, next year, some of his favorite anime, peek behind the curtain on how that works. Really fascinating stuff. If you're into these cons, uh, Nick, it gives a really insightful and unique perspective that you'd really want to hear. And then I, I want to say, Dan and I went to the room where our performance was going to be ahead of time, just to check it out, you know, make sure what's what with the what. And there was the room was empty. There was no events or panels going on at that time slot. And there were a couple of furries in there dancing. Big green raccoon and a big black and yellow fox and some really uh, funky music and just like wow and so we just uh, bumped into these furries and they're two really great guys Tara Coon and Blaine and we had a great interview talking about uh, furries furry dance contest how they designed and made their costumes and just some fun joking around look inside the world of a couple of furries right okay well let's just get right into the interviews and so first. Over to me, Dan, and Nick Trojak. Hey, Dan, this is Jerry. We're at ZipCon at the University of Akron. And yes, who did we just bump into? We ran into Nick Trojak, the Director of Operations with Colossal Con. Ladies Nick. and gentlemen, if you guys have not been to Colossal Con, it is something you need to make it a priority. I got to perform there a couple years ago. It was an honor. It was awesome. Nick, what's going on? Eh, nothing much. Just kind of hanging out. You know, you spend so much time behind the scenes that... Any opportunity I get to just go to a convention and not have to be responsible for something. Yeah. You know, low-key, kind of wander around, see what people like, what people are interested. Always kind of helps out in the long run, you know? Definitely, definitely, man. So how are uh, how are preparations for this year's class going? It's a lot of work. <laughs> um, you know, I think we, we've been having, you know, meetings here, there, and everywhere. And the reality is, is that 
every year we try to top the year before with what we're doing with content and that just means more work for for me and people behind the scenes just trying to get it all together so if something you know if something didn't go well last year and we're keeping it it's going to be going better this year and if you think we're going to be bringing just the same stuff as last year, you know, I can guarantee you that's not just going to be the case. Well, as a peek behind the curtain, can you give just one example? I mean, not we're not busting anybody. Just yes. what's something that's going to be different or better or that you learned from last year? Well, I, I could tell you um, from the attendees overall, like, they had probably the best experience ever last year from, uh, you know, us going to the attendees and asking them what they thought, what they felt, um, no complaints about our security staff or anything like that, really. Um, okay. One of the things that I'm really excited to uh, kind of get sorted out is, you know, we're always listening to, you know, booking rooms. We're always looking at how that shuttle system that we put in place works. Looking at how we did the tabletop gaming and that, you know, we gave it a try last year at the Maui Sands. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. It's a little bit all over okay. the place. But the important part is that we take these things and we just do an iterative process right. around them and... You know, if it doesn't work, we throw it out or we try to improve it. And if we fail again, you know, we kind of look at whether or not people enjoy it or not. And we keep what people like and we we, we try to guess what people are going to like. So When I, when I talk to people, attendees at the big cons like Colossicon, the big ones, thousands of attendees you know, level. Big, one of the Ohio, most so. common, uh, you know, I don't think a gripes is line management. What do you do to keep, like, the well-attended events, like 50 people waiting outside for an hour? You know, last year... Late night gets kind of rough. Everybody's out and about. But last year, compared to other years, we had the least complaints about lines. Okay. We have a great um, cooperative uh, teamwork between me and our new head of security, Jason Jones, who started last year doing Colossal Con, and it's really great. Um, yeah. Programming staff is always around. Tech staff is always around. Mm-hmm. Security is always around. And we communicate with each other that if we see anything going on, mm-hmm. One of us moves to it. It doesn't matter what we're going to because at the end of the day, the attendees and their experience comes first. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're fine-tuning it so that there's more and more of that. But, you know, there's always going to be a line somewhere at a big show. It's just <laughs> how miserable the people in that line are at sure. the time. I do got to say this because I performed at Colossal Con. I performed at Cleveland Comic Con for you and uh, Triad Con, I believe, and, and uh, uh Winston-Salem, North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah, so I've gotten to do that. I mean, you guys have some pretty outstanding security across the board. Um, They're checking everyone's IDs to make sure that they're in the, you know, make sure they're allowed to be in the shows. They're being respectful to people. Uh, So, man, I got to tell you right there, that alone, with as many people as you get to your cons, is is outstanding. And and that's one of the things that, like, has been, in the last couple of years, I think if you look at convention-wise, you know, the focus has to be on the, the attendee experience and, you know, treating people like people, realizing that nobody wants to have a bad time. If they're having a bad time, if we can help somebody have a good time, we'll try. There can, are limitations, but... Can we have every Deadpool get beaten up this year? <laughs> um, I've heard rumors that maybe the wrestling group will be coming back this year. Ooh, um, good. I can't speak either way. They did a great job last year, but um, I heard that is a very large interest of theirs. Yeah. <laughs> so You have the perspective of the boss... Uh, on the the street, the view from the street is everyone's favorite thing is cosplay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the What's the best cosplay going around right now? I mean, Deadpool is so common. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I and, and and I use the term boss loosely because I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm not the conjure. I just control the programming side. Sure, sure. The only reason um, 
anybody talks to me so that, you know, the people with the real power can, can be, do the adult side of things. Um, reality is, is I think at Colossal Con, there's a lot of great opportunities. There's a lot of good anime out right now. Sure. I think Ray Zero is going to have, uh, Ray Zero is going to have a lot of good stuff. I'd love to see more people, especially with Adult Swim in those shows, picking up like Iron Blood Orphans okay. and translating those more to the mainstream. But right now it's kind of a toss up. I think Ray Zero is popular, but cosplay wise, if somebody wants to go elaborate, um, I'm not sure what direction they're going to go, but it doesn't have to be elaborate to be the best. Sure. But sure. that's just the stuff, you know, I'm not a cosplay judge. I don't even know how to sew properly. Yeah. But I like to see some crazy stuff, and I think attendees every year are trying to one-up themselves with how, how ridiculous they can get with their ideas, and we love that. Yeah. And we try to support that, especially from like a prop standpoint, too. And how much does Kalahari love having you guys? I imagine they have to, because I mean, every room gets booked. Well, I mean, the Kalahari, what people have to understanding, it's hard to convey that to, um, to the attendees, is that they are their own entity, yeah. and that... We are probably, and I say probably because I don't work for the Kalahari, the largest event they have. So during the summer period, all those staff that you interact with, the majority of them are just temp labor for over the summer. They were brought on a month ago, a couple weeks ago, and they're walking into this not knowing what to expect. Yeah, I've never had a bad experience with the staff because they're always understanding, but... Um, from a cooperation standpoint, I'm sure everybody saw last year, if you're an adult, uh, we got some more bars in the uh, convention space. Sure. They're trying to facilitate those waits. I remember two years ago, I waited like an hour and a half at Long Necks just to get a beer because, you know, not, while not working, one of the security staffs wanted to thank me for me bringing them on. And it's just like, you know, we want everybody to have a good time, but within, you know, control and having the Kalahari there more involved in those pieces allows them to have a little bit more control it's too. funny you mentioned extra bars because uh dan and i and i don't know you do as well probably do you know who was like a extra bartender at colossal last year because of the extra bars who dave schwanson really yes he was because he's like he knows how to bartend and he lives huh. in vermilion really and someone called him and said you want to run such and such a bar yeah. they had extra bars so he was just there for a day. Wow, I didn't know and, that. And he didn't know anything about, I mean, he was not into the anime scene, but, so it was just like a wild experience for right. him. It's a fun time, and I think, you know, every time I talk to the staff, cause especially at check-in, they know now. And they're like, <laughs> I'm here, I, it's going to be a long weekend, but man, I'm going to take photos for my kids. And, yeah. you know, they, they get into it as much as we get into it as attendees. And, yeah. you know. What's your favorite anime oh, right now? Right now, I, I got to say, I got to say, um, I'm a big sap. Iron Blood Orphans, unfortunately is bringing back the Gundam genre. I'm not a huge genre sure. person, but Iron Blood Orphans is bringing like actual storytelling back to it's not just robots fighting. Right. Um also who doesn't love the new Dragon Ball Super stuff coming out? Okay. I'm I'm happy to see a reinvigoration of that community around, you know, yeah. that coming back. So those okay. are two pretty good ones that I say are pretty general. Mm -hmm. I pounded through ReZero too and Joker's game and all these off-the-wall right. ones, but I'm excited for a lot. I mean, there's plot. Plot is back in anime, and that's that's always okay. great to see. Okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna just ask, kind of general with the content you're running, uh, mostly probably with Cleveland uh, Comic Con and Colossal Con here. Um, any talks of any possible special guests that we may be looking into having? Oh, they. Because I mean, at Cleveland Comic Con, you got Jake Roberts, and that was awesome. You know, we had a lot of great, you know, I think Cleveland Comic Con, we just announced a big one. I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but that's on the website. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's, we got a good person. They keep that so close to the chest. I was going to say, you have any exclusive announcements no, we can break for no. you? The only, I literally, <laughs> wow. and, and, and it's, it's part of that teamwork effort is that I only find out 
when I have to to start putting people on the schedule. Nine times out of ten, the attendees know before I do because I just I don't have time to look at the website. I just get the email around the right time that right. goes, we're going in this direction. I'll say this year, it's already kind of out that um, we got a lot of those Ruby voice actors from yeah. that series, RWBY, okay. and, you know, that's got me really excited because okay. there's nothing I love more than when we get, you know, one or more key players from a series because then I get potential opportunity to put them in a room together, yeah. and the attendee kind of gets a double experience. And right. I've never had an attendee tell me they don't enjoy that, so... Yeah, Hopefully, maybe we'll see some more of that. I don't know, but I'm real excited. That's that's something big so far this year. Is it is it too early to announce the appearance of the Action Comedy Nerd Show at Colossal Um, You know, I think we're comfortable with that. The reality is, is <laughs> yeah. I went through that list again last week, and I got the formal, and I went, listen, A, B, C, D, and they said A, B, C, D. It's in the finer notes, so... You guys know, I know, I've got no problem doing it here first. You know, it's coming. Yeah. We're bringing the comedy back to Colossal Con again. <laughs> Thank God. Um, everybody had a great time with it, and I think it was just um, logistics were logistics. Yeah. Yes. And um, the reality is is that, you see, attendees want to be entertained. Right. And comedy is one of those great ways. And it's a, it's always a risk, right? We don't want anybody to be offended yeah. or this, that, or the other. And we, and we dot our I's and cross our T's, but... You know, Dan, the stuff you do and the stuff I've seen and the feedback was people had a good time, and it was just a case of how can we make this happen in the future. So I'm really excited for that. I think the attendees are going to be really excited for that, um, especially because it gives them a place to just kind of sit, unwind, and have a laugh or two. So. Yeah. Well, good, man. And you know what? It's an honor for us to be coming back. Uh, you guys were in a, we're on a good ship there. And, uh, you know, you got one of the hardest jobs of all working at having to tell people no and having to <laughs> having to make the choices dude i mean it's a, yeah, it's a difficult job uh, and, and that's you know no one wants to be in your shoes everyone thinks they oh yeah i can run a con and then they gotta be in your shoes man you and, know, and it, there's nothing worse than you know you get five six seven hundred submissions yeah we probably have the most panel rooms of any convention and i'll say period right i'll take that on because <laughs> i see show larger shows that have less rooms but they're larger rooms right you know the goal is we want to get as much in as we can we want to be as diverse as we can while keeping the, the attendees' interest in mind. And there's nothing worse than when you can only take 300 or 600. And I have to sit there one by one and tell people sorry. Yeah. Maybe if somebody drops out or I'll waitlist you or this, that, or the other, you know. Because if I had my way, we'd just get more rooms and everybody would do <laughs> their thing. But, you know, some people think it's an enjoyable process. But you know what? I have to send those one by one to every one of those people. and. Right. Some of the emails I get where I'm like, I know that this, I know you put so much effort into this, but there's just not enough room. Yeah. Right. And it's hard to write that email where I can't go, you know, your panel title was off or your description wasn't enough or I needed a bit more to, your submission was great. I just don't have enough room. Yeah. So that's the hardest part of my end, I'd say. Definitely. All right. All right, well, man. Nick, thanks for taking a few minutes and talking to us. We just bumped into you here at ZipCon. We're all having a good time. <laughs> you enjoying yourself at ZipCon? Yeah. I'm having a field day. I mean, once again, it's a great opportunity to get out and just, you know, see the attendees enjoying themselves. Not have to be behind a table or making sure <laughs> yeah. the rooms are set up or Solving this, that, or the problem. other. And then, you know, hopefully here, you know, Colossal Con this year, I'll see you guys. You'll get a chance to see yes. me. Yeah. First year for Colossal Con East, though, as well, at the new Pocono property, uh, at the new Calhari property in the Poconos. Yeah. That's going to be, okay. you know, I think we're hitting that ground with all wheels in high drive. And I don't think anybody's going to see a first-year show for a convention out there like we're going to put on. So 
super excited from that perspective. And, um, you know, hopefully everybody stop by. I tell everybody, Mike, if you care, stop by. Tell me you had a good time. If you had a bad time, stop by. Tell me why it was bad. But I need people to get, well, without the feedback, I don't know. And people don't know. We're guessing. We're doing the best we can. So thanks. I actually want to ask you something here, too. Maybe we can edit it in or just keep it the way it is. So... I mean, it's it's no secret that in these cosplay things, sometimes, uh, you know, the women's outfits can be a bit provo- uh, provocative. You know, they're, they're showing a lot, which, hey, you're allowed to do that. It is what it is. It is what it is. Hey, you know, feel free to, to dress how you want. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, how much of an issue is it, you know, having, you know, these women harassed at these cons? I mean, are, are you noticing that everyone there is just kind of having a good time you know, and no one's really trying to harass them? Or? You know, I, I find that nine times out of ten, and to be completely honest and not to speak out of my place because... I see what I see. Security sees what they see. Sure. Um, the conversation I have is, you know, very few people come to a convention to have a bad time or cause a bad time for somebody else. Sure. There's the occasional issue here or there. Um, and not to downgrade, harassment's a real thing. It happens, and, you know, we take it seriously every time. But most of the time, it's, you know, somebody doesn't know that they're presenting themselves in a way that's a little bit too much or they're too aggressive and you know what i like to tell people mike if you think if you think you're having an issue come see security immediately they take it seriously we take it seriously we will talk to you we will take notes we will go see what's going on and you know we don't have you know conventions have issues here and there i don't think you know we have that many at colossal con i think our attendee base is all about having a good time and respecting each other. But when you get, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19,000 people together, something's bound to happen. And from our end, it's how we manage it so that it doesn't ruin somebody's weekend. So that that, that would be my piece of advice for anybody that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of talks you have is, oh, well, take it into your own hands, do this, that. You know what? Stand up for yourself. But then go get security and let right. them let them help you have a good time. Yeah. So that's what I would tell people. Very good, right. man. Very good. Right. Nick, yeah. it's been a pleasure, Always a man. pleasure. Great Absolutely. seeing you again, Thank Jerry. You, Nick, great meeting you for the first properly. time. Colossal Con. What's the dates? It's always the first week of June. I think Beautiful. it's the 7th, 8th, and 9th this year. I never remember. It's always okay. the first week of June. <laughs> okay, Very first good. week of June. Colossal Con. Colossal Con. See you all there. See you guys there. Thank you, guys. It's the Action Comedy Nerd Show. Sorry. All right, so hey, Dan, here we are still at ZipCon, and we came in to check out our room, and we found two f- suspicious furry characters dancing. Yeah, we got, we got Tara and Blaine here. Tara, I'm saying that correct. Tara? Yep. And Blaine. Correct. All righty. Tara and Blaine, tell us what you're wearing. How would you describe this to someone who was listening to you on the radio? Well, I would describe it as uh, pretty much uh, yeah. a weight loss. And weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> Is it hot in there? Yeah, I can get pretty hot. It's like a big green furry furry. You guys look like the people who want to kill Sesame Street. <laughs> You're some kind of green raccoon, right? Yeah, that's right. Is this a specific character that I don't know, or is it just like your... Well, it's, um, you. it's actually something that I made. Um, oh, you made this? Well, actually, I had somebody commission this one, but okay. um, the character design everything is all off of my, my idea and everything. Wow. Nice. Do, do you mind if I, if I touch it really quick? Just oh, to it's get fine. Yeah, if, you're, if anyone's is, listening to this, make sure you look up the pictures. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It was already cool. cool now that we've learned that it's... Now, did, is this one of your yeah. designs as well, Blaine? Or? Yeah, completely mine. Oh, okay. Oh and so this you're like so a cool. black and yellow bee-like fuzzy thing. What are you supposed to be? Fox. A fox. You're a fox. Okay. Excellent. And inside, now we know you're a fox. We're asking what your costume is. Okay. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, I guess picture yeah. a red fox, except for um, where the red part is would just be black, and then the white would normally be, would be yellow. That's okay. cool. Now, it's Tara and Blaine, right? Correct. Yeah. Sorry, we all just met here. Yeah. Tara, you were saying while I was setting up the equipment that you do... Dancing. This is dancing. This is furry dancing. What is... Yeah. I, I, Dan and I go to a lot of cons, both for comedy and just to go, and I will just tell you now, I've never seen this. Yeah, I've, I've come across something similar, uh, like somebody at another con, I think it was Colossal Con, where somebody was, uh, you know, obviously not the same outfit, but they, they were wearing something fuzzy. And I do, I have heard of Fuzz Con, um, fuzz con right? Or uh, Well, there's um, the one that I remember of is Anthrocon. Okay. And pretty much everybody hears about that one. That's like the main one that we go to. Okay. So just for dumb people like me, what is it? And I'm being totally serious. What is it you do? What is this called? Um, this is pretty much just called um, furries because there's okay. really, there's really <laughs> sure. not any. Uh... Well, we've all heard of furries, <laughs> but there's some like dance competition, right? Oh, yeah. That's just, we just have it called dance competition. There's, um, We're dance... pretty basic. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to start somewhere. Right. But I mean, this—I mean, this is really unique to me, and I—I'm I, enjoying the. I'm really enjoying yeah, the outfit. Like, this is not a yeah, joke right now. Like I, it more or we less love this stuff. At, uh, more or less happens at fur cons. Okay. Like actual fur cons, a Midwest Fur Fest, Motor City Fur Con, Anthrocon, like Tara said. Um, basically, it's a bunch of us that decide to wear carpets and, uh, and decide <laughs> not to try and die on the dance floor while we're dancing. So. <laughs> I mean, I guess well, that's that's a something we have in common because we try not to dan- die while we're doing comedy. <laughs> yeah. So it's. Uh, I, I bet your guys' success rate is much better than ours is. I mean, oh, we yeah. have died several times. Many times. <laughs> yes, the, the, the death of a I have cuts. lost count of how many times <laughs> I have died on stage. Terry, oh. you were saying that you've been in competitions that you've won or that you've done well in. Yeah. Is that, so what's that all about? Um, like, what, what have, which ones have you won or what do you have to do to win? Like, I mean, the is there judging that goes on and somebody says, I like Tara the best, I like Blaine the best? Well, what happens is... Um, it's more like America's Got Talent. Okay. We don't have the, the big X's in front of us <laughs> to let us know that we're losers. Um, no, it's, it's a panel of judges. Okay. And then they, they score based mm-hmm. on, you know, how they appear or how we appear to them. And so is the costume part of the scoring or is it just oh, the sometimes. dancing that's being okay. scored? Pretty much the only difference is if you when you start to sign up that you can either choose for a partial, which doesn't really necessarily mean you have to wear everything around, but you have to at least wear uh, pants, feet, tail, and a head. At least okay. so they know. Okay. Um, but um, there's sometimes where there'll be different people, like there'll be girls who wear heels, and they want to try something different because it's a little bit harder for them. Sure. And that, and that um, the judges will look at that and take them into consideration. Okay, cool. Now, how how long does it take to make one of your own suits? It really depends on the maker. Um, I, I know a couple of people that can bang out a, a an, just a head in a month or two. Okay. Full okay. suits can take a couple of months. So it's a, so it's a big investment. Is, yeah. it, can it, is it okay to ask what it costs to get a suit made, approximately? I mean, just give us a ballpark figure. Mine cost, like, what was it, 300 bucks in just materials to make? Yeah, that's before labor. That was before labor. Oh, wow. Usually, um, materials like about twenty bucks per yard. So you need at least five yards. So that's at least a hundred bucks. And then, like mine's multicolored. His is multicolored sure. sometimes. And then you know you have to factor in at least a yard. Even if you're getting one little purple spot, you have to buy at least a certain amount of fabric. Right. Now, like so. ten minutes ago, we're at ZipCon at the University of Akron, and about ten minutes ago, I was down in the cafeteria area, and you walked by. 
<laughs> and of course, you've got such a great suit. I was like, hey, look at that guy in that green suit. Do you get big reactions when you're walking around in your furry costumes? Actually, yeah. Um, actually, it kind of makes it a little bit hard to walk around because <laughs> you get stopped by so many people and you just have to, you know. Somebody's you like, to. hey, do our podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're minding your own business and two dorks walk up and say, do our podcast. This is the first time for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we are original. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's all right. No, it's mostly we get stopped by pictures, little girls and stuff sure. like that. Uh, kids, oh, look at look at the dog, mom, or you know, I got called a parakeet one time. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I'm well, you're like the parakeet in Looney Tunes after he's drunk that thing that turns him into a huge monster, <laughs> right? Do you remember that oh, episode? Yeah. Yeah. There's an episode where, <laughs> where Tweety Bird like... drinks like a Jekyll and Hyde potion and turns and into like a massive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you could describe me as a terrifying version of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, Mommy, look at that, or can I get your picture, or, you know, I really like your suit, or, you know, mm -hmm. insert commonplace thing here, and they come up and they want hugs or they want pictures or attention. Now, was there any kind of, like, inspiration for each of your each of your suits here? Like, or did, was this something like, like you said, I know you guys said it's like an original make or, or whatever. Was there something that you were looking for where it's like, you know what, I saw this one time and I really enjoyed like, what this. What inspired and you? And I wanted to my, own make, kind of, design these. my own kind of design to it though. Or is this just something that, you know, it, you're into and hey, it's my own idea. You want to go first? Well, I mean, started 10 years ago where I started seeing this type of stuff and yeah. mm -hmm. I really liked it. And that's my first suit cost me like only 250 which I think is a huge, That's a huge deal. Huge deal. Oh, deal at twice the price. Yeah, because <laughs> that head alone costs at least 400 Wow. Wow. Um, Can we take, take, take a picture of just the heads? The heads, yeah. If that's okay. The head itself, though, is about $300. I mean, three years old. <laughs> three years old. <laughs> but yeah, it's about three years old. It's got a lot of wear and tear into it, so. Um, <laughs> But what inspired, you know, the green raccoon look for this outfit? Well, actually, um... He was watching an episode of The Hulk. <laughs> yeah, it started. <laughs> it all started out. I'm glad someone finally said it. I didn't yeah. want to be the one to bring up The Hulk, but if oh, Blaine brought on. it up, then it's okay. <laughs> but, yeah, it started with the uh, the first suit that I had. I liked the style of it, mm -hmm. but I wanted to make it more of my type of... Sure. ...my look, so mm -hmm. I took off some of the stuff that was on it, and I made it into my own character, but... It took me about a year to actually get into the character itself because it wasn't until later that I actually found that this character right here is actually more or less represents me. Mm -hmm. Now, Blaine, I saw yourself fanning yourself there. How hot are those suits? Uh, they, they look like they as cool as they, they look. Can, they can get ridiculous. I'm about to say, like, it, it's, it's 20 degrees floor. outside, so I imagine oh, you can walk out outside. It's wonderful. And, yeah, it's great, but <laughs> it's wonderful inside outside. of a nice heated room like this, it's a... Uh, yeah, it, it's just definitely uh, an experience. No. Uh, my my design was uh, a World of Darkness character gone completely horridly wrong. <laughs> so they, they liked it so much that I was just like, all right, so I have to make it now. Now, we're here at ZipCon at the University of Akron with me and Dan and Tara and Blaine. Tara and Blaine. Sorry, I'm terrible with names, <laughs> so obviously. Pretty. He is pretty. <laughs> uh, make sure you look up pictures of Tara. He's very pretty. Um, does ZipCon have events for... <laughs> I'm sorry, comedians can be assholes sometimes. Yeah. I, if you what? didn't know that, I apologize. Oh, no, no. <laughs> but I was going to ask, here at, at ZipCon, are there any events that you're here to attend? Is there a furry dance contest? or No, there's no. not anything. We, we came here mostly to see friends. Other see friends? Hang on, okay. Other anything else going on at ZipCon that 
you know, that you like? What's the best thing you've seen today besides us? Well, I mean, looking into some of the panels, I love seeing um, some of the gaming stuff because I'm, I'm huge into gaming. And What's your favorite game? Um, right now, right now it'd have to be Overwatch. Okay, because the one thing comics love doing is ruining people's lives. Yes, I'm, I'm already wearing this, so you can't ruin my life much more. <laughs> so Blaine, besides ruining your friend's life, what's your favorite thing at ZipCon right now? Uh, I, I really just like walking around, seeing people, mm -hmm. um, more or less hanging out. Mm -hmm. I don't really go for panels anymore because right. yeah. I, I buy a pass and then I just wander around and people want pictures of me and I never right. go to panels. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, there's always some interesting panels, but at a con convention, there's hit and miss. You just never know. So oh, you never know. A little bit of a gamble. Now, the Action Comedy Nerd Show stand-up comedy show is going to be a great panel. Right. Yes, yes. If I say so myself, I hear they got a great comedian this year named Dan Brown. and uh, He's also woo! appearing at the funny stop of Cuyahoga Falls next week. With a disgruntled clown. clown. Yes. <laughs> and Chris Harvey. All I can think of is the old TV <laughs> yeah. show, Homie the Clown, when you say that, the disgruntled oh, clown. I I'll show you a picture here. Oh, I'll show dear. you a picture. Yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely uh, something you need to experience at least once in your life. Take I'll be there on Thursday the stalking you guys. So, I mean, do you guys ever cosplay as anything else? I mean, or is this... Well, you have other furry costumes. Um, No, this is my only one. Oh, okay. Is your only one? Okay. okay. I used to have another one of those, but I actually sold it. Okay. Um, there it is. Disgruntled clown. Well, that is very disgruntled yeah. and very clown. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, look. pretty much only the way you It's a very unique... Very unique look. Okay. Cool, man. Very yeah, cool. All right, so thank well, you guys for thank you guys for coming out ZipCon. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. It's the Action Comedy Nerd Show. Well, that was two really interesting interviews. I hope you got something out of it. This is the part of the podcast where Dan and I would spend a couple minutes reflecting on what we got out of it. And Dan's not here. It's now. I'm just looking in the mirror, reflecting on things. And I just thought it was great. Uh, Nick was so informative and friendly, and we are going to be at Colossal Con. So watch out for that in June. Come and see one of the best cons in the country, and come and see some of the best nerd comedy in the country. And now you had spent some time with a couple of furries. What else can you say? Uh, great costumes designed themselves to really look just nice, funny guys. And uh, Dan and I had a great time at ZipCon. Had a nice audience, uh, him, me, and TM laughing it up, doing some nerd comedy, and it was just a good night all around. Uh, congrats to ZipCon for a well-run con, and watch out for our next episode. Thank you. This is your host, Dr. Jerry Jaffe. And I would like to end by thanking Dan, my co-host, thanking TM Francis for performing with us at ZipCon. I want to thank everyone at ZipCon. What a great, well-run con. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Terracoon. Thanks, Blaine. And also thanks to Jeff Geddert for providing us with our original theme music. Till next time, keep on nerding. Worlds are colliding. The Big Bang. Reboot the universe. Come on. It's the Action Comedy Nerd Show.
It's the Action Comedy Nerd Show. 